0: Hello, good afternoon, welcome to the final, where Everton won Luton Town 2, Everton's fourth home defeat of the season in four games.
1: I'm going there.
0: And I'm really, really, really disappointed. You added the extra really there. I did, I went triple really. Because we just had two great away results and felt like this was an opportunity for to, to Sean Dykes to get his first back-to-back Premier League wins but also a chance to build a little bit of momentum because we hadn't had it. And sadly, Jack, it didn't, it didn't play out that way.
2: No, it didn't. And me and Ped, we did the preview last week before mm. the game. And we said, this game's either going to show us, you know, have we turned a corner? Was everything about the underlying numbers and everything and the results will come? Was that true? Have we turned a corner and we're now going to get some decent results? Or is the way we play just more suited to being away from home? And unfortunately it's the latter and it does seem that the way we set up is not suited to playing at home, especially against teams that don't want the ball and when it's left to us to actually break a team down, it's a very depressing, and watch.
0: I mean you've you've invented the word distraught. I like that. Is that not a word? Uh, well it's... distraught is I don't think distraughtness. But fair play team you've we'll used it. it and you've said it so we'll talk it's out it. there. It's happen. on camera now, yeah. so it's real.
2: It's an awful
0: appeal thing, yeah. Paired, yeah. I mean clearly. Jack's right, it we are it seems like we are more suited to playing away from Goodison Park than we are at home. We struggle to get any real wave of attack like at home, like home teams do any real sustained pressure even though we had a lot of the ball at the weekend and that that's made it all the more frustrating, especially following those two because they were good performances yeah. and good victories at Brentford and Villa.
1: Yeah. Solely down to the manager, as far as I'm concerned, in terms of the way he set us up. There is just a net the way he set us up was just purely negative. You know, we can talk we can break the game down, but if you put a team out going up against a team that you know we are going to sit in. It's got to it's got to have different kinds of attacking options within the team. It's got to have full-backs, or at least one full-back, who's prepared to overlap. It's got to have wingers in it. It's got to have different kinds of um, elements that can break an opposition down, that can pull them apart, that can create spaces through the middle. Mid- middle sorry. And I just thought on Saturday, the team was just... It was just a functioning side, like a very dice kind of side, which, again, can do a job away from home. Sit in, press, um, win the ball back and break. But at home, you need to have a little bit more about you. And I think that's where it started going wrong. It should have had Patterson playing. If if you're going to play, if you are going to play Garner, it should have had a a Dan Juman in it, possibly to give us a little bit of wit and something a little something a little bit different. Someone coming off the left-hand side rather than going on the outside just to make them think to... And then if you... The problem is then you haven't got a left full-back to really push up, although Michalenko was higher. But all those things to open up... That's your job as the home team. That's why playing at home, playing away is a different thing. It's your job as the home team to open up the opposition. They don't come to play expansive football. like we, like we And what we've done that in the last couple of away games. I just what he got it all wrong and I, I I, don't think... Personally, I don't believe he's got the skill set to do it, which means if he is the Everton manager, he's going to have to come up with a way to have less possession and almost play as the away team. Mm. I just don't think he's got it. And with way. James Garner, he's got a massive blind spot because he doesn't know what to do with them. He mm. really hasn't got a clue. Playing on the right side was a was a was what we needed because we didn't have the players. To actively play him there while there's two wingers sitting on the bench, to me is a disgrace. And to have a fullback sitting who can go beyond them to be sitting on the bench is a disgrace. So I put that solely on him, as the manager. He's just negative. He's just he's just negative.
0: Jack, was there an argument to just to play the three at the back again? That they used the filler because obviously that's how Luton set up. And we saw a filler. Patterson was quite high, and on the other side we were getting forward there, we you know, and you could even if Michaelenko wasn't fully fit, you could even argue you could play McNeil in that position with the three, you know, a lot of people probably screaming at the screen, saying, Michael Keane or whatever, but what I mean is we could have matched them. Or should we have done exactly what Ped said and gone, Well, we're at home. The emphasis on the onus is on us to be attacking to push you back and create things because we were it was a very awake line-up, I thought. I I, I was amazed he, that he he played Ashley Young at right back. I shouldn't be, but it was. I was amazed. James Garner was pushed on the right hand side again because we'd seen in home games before. He can't play there if he if he really wants to play James Garner, play him either at right back where he's used to playing, and have a winger in front, or or drop one of your midfield man and play him inside.
2: Yeah, playing James Garner on the wing when we had no wingers fit and available, mm. you know, you can understand it, can't mm. you? It's out of necessity, not choice. When you've got Harrison and Dan Dreamer on the bench, you are looking at it thinking, OK, we're going to have to break... Lewis Norman down. Dabbon on the bench as well. But well, yes, three, if you want to count him. So, mm. I think we've got to break a team down. You know, we've already got midfielders in the middle, do we maybe want a bit of pace down the right? Mm. And then as well, like you say, with Patterson having that overlapping mm. right back, you know, Harrison came on, but then he had Ashley Young behind him for a period as well. Harrison was looking to come inside. You want that overlap then, so then you've got an option. Mm. And having options off the ball or how you break a team down that are sitting in. Mm. Because you need them thinking about which pass you're going to play. They have to cover more area, more space, more players. More space opens up for passes. Mm. Instead, we didn't fully commit to that, especially in the second half as well. We are just putting balls in the box, you know, Pickford kicking it long. If there's one thing a team like Luton are going to be good at, it's defending situations like that. Exactly. So, yeah, you look at the potential five at the back, and yet it does require Michael Keane to come into the sides. but it also gives you so much more down the flanks. You're not going to be overrunning midfield, because they've only got two as well. But you were overrunning midfield the second half anyway, once Gray went off, yeah. couldn't get a handle on the game. No. So, we was seeing that work. We know James Garner on the wing at home hasn't worked. So it was puzzling. He went back to that.
0: Especially like Perth said, if you've got no fullback who's gonna bomb on for him and create a little angle for him to put balls into the box, then you're negating it. Everything's on him to be creative, which he isn't. He's brave. He wants the ball and he moves it around. He's not he's not gonna step over it Can't and do you pace. be it's, it's a, not as He's a nice footballer and I'm not and he has been he was brilliant at Brentford, he was superb at Villa which is fine, I have him in but he, at Brentford away on the right of a four that's narrow and trying to be solid I get it but at Goodison we are having the ball and you knew Luton. no disrespect to them they're, they're limited due to the fact they haven't spent a lot of money they were coming to sit in and, and hopefully hit us on the break or get a, cup, a set piece whatever which is exactly how it played out Everton started the game alright we had a Dwight McNeil strike which I'll be honest from my seat I thought was going in the top mm-hmm. corner he hit it well it, just shaved the post we had another couple of opportunities one for james garner which he should have hit the target with. but those moments now are coming where you miss a chance and you just go i've seen this before i've heard this record before mm-hmm. you could see what was happening and the threat was there they got two corners mm-hmm. breaking away and they had two at two headers that yeah. they won cleanly for the first two and i said to the fella next to me these are, these are going to score off a corner here. Because mm. you could just see that we weren't at the races. I think and everyone lo could, and behold.
1: I think everyone could see once they mm. had a couple of corners, you could see that they were, we're, that, distant, they were dominating, and they were winning. Mm. Uh, every Everything in the air. They'd had, they'd had one a, a free header that they put over the bar, mm. the, and the other one that I think just hit Tarkowski yeah, and went over. Blocked, yeah. But again, it's annoying. Because what it is, is it's a team that doesn't have the tools to break teams down. So it works harder at what it can do, mm. which is set pieces. And this is another thing about Sean Dyche. I, our set pieces are rubbish. They mm. really are rubbish. And you watch... We said this a couple of years ago, we played Arsenal. Are they changing things around? Are they trying to do clever things? as are garbage. We. I don't even think we, we got past the first man most of the time in this game again. Like, there's no... There's no attention to detail I don't think at all From from our from They must our, work on it But they must But are they working hard enough Is it like A big part of what they're doing Because By the one set piece At Brentford There's very very little get, Gets into the box And they're the details You look at it And then you look at our point From the The the, off, the defensive point of view And think Right you've got away with two there What Are you going to change things For the next And they don't They give a corner away cheap And it comes in They like gets a good header on it Bounces off the bar, he gets he gets a little bit of luck. It's it's um Pickford on the way down. And then Ashley Young wants a to touch, and it's just like defensively and offensively are set pieces. This is supposed to be what this manager does. This is what we it was sold to us on again, and we've been sold a dud. And to me, like why aren't you getting these things right? Why aren't you why aren't we looking at set pieces? Why aren't we looking at defensively and thinking He's got it. He's got a Handle on that. Like if it was just oh we just can't put the ball in the back of the net. You'd go, yeah, we'll get that right. That'll come eventually. But defensively, we're rubbish. We're like we're at home. We're we're poor. Well, we're poor. Every game defensively because we don't keep clean sheets. Yeah.
0: we concede every game. Yeah, every game. Villa the other night had done nothing. They still scored. Yeah. Okay, it was a deflection, but they scored. I mean, they, we you know we we've had the last clean sheet we had was Bournemouth at home on the last day when mm. when we needed to. Other than that you probably got to go back. Did we get a nil-nil at Palace somewhere? We did, didn't mm-hmm. we? At the start of April, yeah, maybe. Yeah. We don't get clean sheets. No. And that, again, I mean, act, just going back to the goal, we had had the warnings off the first two. The lad runs, I've seen people blaming Brantway, but brantwaite has got two he's engaged with. Morris comes off. Tarkovsky reacts late. It's Edder, it's the bar. Why does Ashley Young just try and stab it away? Why is he trying to take a touch of the ball on the goal now?
2: Frustrating when you have got to react quickly there, and you make. If he you just don't...
0: stabs it away over out towards the throw, and we get
2: set, don't we? An experienced player like Ashley Young—he's mm. the last one you'd expect this from. Or mm. so you'd think, wouldn't you? You'd think, okay, he knows. It's not like a young player who's not been in the game as long. As he's never been in this situation before. Yeah. Ashley Young should know. Just put this out first, and you can't stop it dead in that situation. Because even if you manage to, they've got seven men in the box. Mm. You're not going to be able to play out from the back here yeah? We well, don't try and play out from the back anyway Just get rid of it, regroup, get into some mm. defensive shape again Don't keep it in the box when they're swarming at you Come and try and pressure and get the ball We don't think it leads to a goal And yeah, it's frustrating And you mentioned Branfoy getting stick as well I think it more comes down to how we set up for the set pieces, mm. which for me, you know, you said lack of attention to detail. I think as well, it's a lack of adaptability. You know, we don't clock onto things yeah. in games, we don't see them and go, We're struggling with that, let's adapt, let's do something differently. It's mm-hmm. not like Luton doing anything out of this world with their set pieces. They were just doubling up on the far side. Mm. Same thing for the second goal as well. We don't clock onto that and we don't adapt. We're very it feels like our performance is almost simulated from the start. You know, they're told how to play and they don't do anything outside I, I, of that. They don't adapt.
0: See, that frustrates me because I am sure they've worked on stuff and the manager and the, the coaching staff will have set them up. But players have got to be switched on as well. Can't I, I, I get it and I get the criticism of the manager and the coaches, rightly so, for stuff, games like this, which are there for you to win. Everything should be done tightly, but the players as well. I've got to react. What do you, I mean, what is Young doing? Just welly it away. Lachie does brilliant. He follows it in, throws himself at it. Mm-hmm. And okay, you could argue all day about, look, I could have hit him and gone anywhere. Well, it could, but guess what? Right now, everything's going in our net. So don't give them the chance. Just web it away. Smash it anywhere and get reset. And then you deal with the next one. Do you know, if he just, if Young just throws a foot at it, that goes out for a throwing and we regroup. And then we can point fingers at who should have done what. But the players have got to be better. And then you get that feeling inside cycle doesn't The sinking feeling. After, what was it, 15 minutes or something, you're like, we're a goal down at home against these. These have done nothing. They looked very basic, to be fair. You could see what, you know, what their game plan was, which is fine. Again, I'm not criticising them. <laughs> they spent no money. And they've done brilliantly to be in the Premier League. But again, you're chasing the game. And Everton are very good at chasing games. And... You absolutely can't give anything cheaply away, and we go and give a foul. i I think was this the one that O'Nana won the ball? Well, no,
1: but It started with Pickford, didn't but it? Pickford. Pickford, Pickford it. kicked the ball up, and mm. it was a. It was a. Again, because we're trying to mess about. We're messing about with it at the back, mm. it all goes back to Pickford. Pickford just swings a left foot at it. It's a low one. Yeah. And it got gets into, and then it's bouncing round, and O'Nana actually wins the ball. Yeah. But Tarkowski comes into the back. Oh yeah, this. And, and there's no need for it. Yeah has won the ball mm. but tarkowski i think gives the yeah. ball away but it was that nervousness again that the goal that created mm. of like the team don't know how to just settle down and, and it go wasn't, it wasn't like the crowd but i mean no. yes the goal goes in and people are frustrated but that was quiet against straight away yeah. but it's it, there is a it ner- yeah. i mean you've seen after both goals there's a nervousness that comes but the play and the place of so the players are just like there's no control Set this low uh, all the time, about oh, goodness, and there's no the players don't have control of the situation, so they're all running in and running around. go, oh, I'll just have to hit a Moni, like trying to make an amends for something. Tarkowski does it all the time, and you're looking at it thinking, "What are you doing?" They give it, and then they give, so they just give a cheap following. So it's like that gets, I mean, that's exactly what
0: these want. Yeah, let's have. It. I mean, we've got the the way to set up for the second goal in. You can you can see. That. Oh, yeah. the ball hasn't gone but you can see now How does that Morris happen? is just on his own Now Dwight McNeil's just in the middle of a couple you can see there's three Everton players there in the middle of the day the Corey you can see them there Dom and Tarkovsky not marking anyone Brantway's got someone by him michaelenko has got 2 you take it on one like he should be screaming for McNeil mm-hmm. to drop in Morris has got the run on him. He's circled it, and then you're in obviously you're in massive trouble now, aren't you? Take it on again. Morris just drives footsie, and on again, it's in the back of Pickford's net, and you know you're behind, and that's that's it. And he's just you've left the centre forward, who's probably the most skillful Mm -hmm. player they've got in that position to half volley it into the back of the net instead of going. I have to mark the nine. He's the most dangerous player on the pitch because he's their best player. So drag someone over to mark the lad who doesn't actually run. They're seven, doesn't even make it run. He just stands still. But well, Michalenko's gone to mark him instead of picking the nine up. And they must have worked on that this week. And if they haven't, it's very really poor. But Everton might have worked on that. But it's still up to players, though, to look and go. I have two men, yeah. someone coming here. Do you know what I mean? And that, that, to me, is so basic. It was the only way they looked like scoring a goal. And half an hour in, and I think it's the earliest a promoted side's ever been two up against Everton. I think it's seen one of the stats, and you two 0 down.
2: Yeah, embarrassing isn't even the word, is it? Mm. You know, I know the manager will have his system and what he wants to defend, Seth Pizza and the players might not want to deviate from that too much. But you've got three players in the middle oh, who yeah. aren't accounting for anything. Mm. You've got two on the other side. One of our players dealing with them. Mm. One of them's their number nine who scored 20 goals for them last season. He's he's got not, two this season. He's not a great player, but he's good in the air. Mm. He said this again on the preview. He's not a great player, but just don't switch off against them because mm. he's got a bit of power and speed and he's mm. good in the air so you can get the better of you in that way on his own one man accounting for two players he was always going to get his opportunity mm. and that was it And side footer in
0: and you're 2-0 down after half an hour and it's here we go again at Goodison against the team
1: that... But again though you look at that and you just you look at the way we've set up and it's just it's, again I can't sit here and say well that who knows? Have they worked on that all week? Is that what they're trying to do? Have they put two men in there because they don't expect... Because they've looked at, like, the probabilities of, of you know, Michelinco being in, in on two players there. What are the probabilities of that ending the way it is? But Michelinco doesn't react or can't react quick enough. And you've left them, as you said, you've left their best forward in a position to score. If it falls to someone else, doesn't finish that. Mm-hmm. How can that happen? How can that happen with one ball? There's nothing clever about the ball. No, it's an nothing angled clever ball. about it. It's an angled ball. And a centre forward finds himself marked at the, like like, you know, 12 yards out on an angle. It's like, how can that happen? If you're supposed to be this master tactician or defensive coach or whatever, and if you're supposed to be Premier League players, how do you allow that to happen at home when you've surely got to say, well we're 1-0 down. This is going to be... We know these are going to be good. let set pieces. Mm. Let's make sure that we just get everyone marked. Mm. Don't give and, them And for the next else. 10 minutes, yeah. For the next 10 minutes, we just get ourselves back in this game. Mm. There's loads of time to go. And we just don't give anything. And we don't. We set up. Like robots. Like they've probably been looking at her all week. There's no... And then Michelenko, again, I can't say whether that's supposed to happen or not. But if it's not, then why isn't Michelenko screaming at the next person along? and dragging someone else, dragging someone back, mm-hmm. it's not like it happens in a in a split second. You sure shuffle over one. I just, I just stuff like that to me is unforgivable. Mm-hmm. People might look at it and go, oh, it's, that's, that's well worked, or it's not. It's a basic ball. It can't be Nothing well clever,
0: worked if your centre forwards unmarked. Yeah. It mm-hmm. can't be well, well worked. You can put a ball in a zone. Why
1: isn't there a... It's not well worked. Well, right, before him, why isn't there a, why isn't, like, the manager said, you know, this fella's a big look. I mean, the fella, the lad, the lad probably give Brantwaite one of his hardest days. Still proper, old, like proper old school centre-forward mm. who put himself about yeah. him. fair play to him. goal. Got his goal. Caused havoc mm. from the first goal. And that'll teach Brantwaite the other side of the game. Mm. Of course it will. It's not about playing silky plays every week. Sometimes you've got to know the other side mm. of the game. Mm. So that'll serve him well. But surely the manager looks at it or whoever looks at it before the game and says, right... We've got a set piece who's our best header of the ball, Tarkowski. You stick with him Mm. all the time. So, everyone else, you know that's his man all the time. It's detail. They're the fine margins. They're the details. Mm.
2: They're the details that the manager and the coaches have got to get right. And I wouldn't even say that's that fine of a detail. No. because you go, who's their biggest threat from a set piece? Ah, oh, that big six foot three striker yeah. who gets a few goals. Yeah, let's account for him.
1: Yeah, that's that's like what I don't understand. And again, it's not people will look at it and think it's not Sunday League. All this stuff's accounted for.
0: Yeah, but even Sunday League, you wouldn't. You no, don't, no. But what he I mean is, like, no, he's winning. Yeah, he's but thought. it's Sunday League. Mm. The ball comes in The big the big lad Wins yeah. the first Then it goes once... over You go Whoever yours is Mark him yeah. Every corner Mark him yeah. it's, it's basic stuff And it, it, And again I've said this before The players Have got to You look around And see the number nine On his own You go He's the danger Forget about what's been written On the, the, the whiteboard In the dressing mm. room He's the threat I'll deal with the threat first the biggest threat is surely the, the most skillful player. That should or, be on the whiteboard all no weekend, shouldn't it? Well, no, exactly. What I'm saying, if you look around, if I'm Michalenko, I'm thinking: Do I want? Am I marking this winger, who's not really likely to run in and cause me any danger? Or am I picking the nine up and telling someone this fella's free? That's where I'm going. I'm going the nine. I'm going to make sure you don't get a clear run. I'm going with you because to me, you're the biggest threat. Someone else has to
1: be pulled in, and we go. And then we go. Oh well. What Michael Engel's more worried about is probably breaking the line though, isn't he? He's probably too worried more worried about dropping in and leaving other people on side. And again, that's that's they the things you've got to you've got to account for that kind of thing by by having men marked up. And they're saying you will have different situations during a game. But if you've just conceded and you know that's their strong point, you just say, lads, for ten minutes we do not concede another goal. I know it sounds easier said than done, but offset pieces it is.
2: At you, least just cover the most yeah, obvious basis.
1: Yeah, just, they, they make it more complicated than it needs to be.
0: No. They it really is, it's it's basic and it's not as if again. They weren't Man City worthy. They weren't pulling no. us all over the place and dragging us out and playing triangles. They weren't worthy. It just wasn't like that. And and Everton should have been able to cope. We got back on the front foot a little bit. James Garner should have scored in my opinion with a header, he hit the crossbar, should have hit the target got in another couple of times O'Nana's bent one wide but again our final ball when we get into the right areas final ball terrible just like tossing balls into like floating yeah. field floating crosses in which their centre backs are heading away you know Dom got across one of them once and headed it wide and that's all we've got to offer and then we do get a goal you know ball into the box good run by O'Nana keeper makes a block the core he's in there Dom scrambles it home they even took the joy out of that for yeah. us, VAR. We had to wait three and a half minutes before they couldn't find a way they could disallow it, so they had to give it, and we were back in. And then we had a, a, a half chance straight away with James Garner, volleyed the shot against the legs, but mm. even that was the opportunity. They were just kicking it anywhere. Yeah. They looked like their heads had gone. That intensity should have been ramped up like it was a filler and Brentford there, mm. and really gone for them and got shots in and everything. And we didn't, we done that thing of... We, we had that one, the ball coming, in, it got knocked down. Garner volleyed it, it got blocked, it come out. And we turned and moved the ball back to the halfway line and then back to pick. But instead of someone Keep getting on it end. and going, we're going back this way, we go the other way. And they just reset and then we, off we go again. And then eventually it's tossed off and the goalkeeper comes and claims it. And like, you, this isn't training ground stuff, mm-hmm. this. That can't be what you work on. No. So you're either the players are at fault And that's about bravery, so then that's up to the manager to absolutely get them sorted at half-time. So they come out like lunatics, or it's the manager's tactics. So it's one or the other, nobody else's. It's certainly not the 37,000 Evertonians in the ground who some people on Twitter want to blame for Everton's demise, which is berserk, but there you go, each to their own. There was just nothing, Jack, up to half-time after that one attempt by Garner, We just allowed the six minutes or whatever it was to just peter away.
2: No, and if you're in Luton's position, you're thinking, OK, with the injury time included, we, meaning Luton, we've got an hour here, basically, of our backs against the wall. Mm. He's coming at us fast, mm. trying to score. You know, they say 2 nils, a dangerous lead for mm. those reasons because you get one back and the makeup of the game's changed, mm. isn't it? And... The intensity was took right out simply by, in my opinion, us not having a plan mm. on the ball. Because, like I say, or bravery from players. probably both, definitely. But, like you say, I don't think what we did, the situation just describes we're going back to Pickford and then it's in the air and the keeper claims it. I don't think that was probably our exact plan. But I think whatever our plan was, probably wasn't much more developed than that. Because it's a consistency with Sean Dyke's teams. They don't like having the ball. Yeah. Like I mentioned before, over this season and last, all of his games with Burnley, a Sean Dice team has won one game where they've had more possession. And there was the 1-0 against Leeds as well. That was 50-50, if you want to count that. Okay. It weren't uncommon for his Burnley team to have a decent amount of possession. It was uncommon for them to win if they did. Oh, okay. Very little plan on the ball, in that show, and that shown especially through the second half as well. Because, well, what what do you say, Jack?
0: When people who are listening to this will go, Everton aren't good enough to have the ball. Everton are crap. Because you'd, I see it from people go, ah, oh, what do you expect? Our players are crap, and you're like, well, we keep buying six players, so we're always buying crap players. Fair enough, if that's your opinion of it. A lot of people were quite happy with the players we bought in the summer and brought in. But what do you say to that? Then, if you do, you believe. All this squad can do is kick the ball high in the air and win it either. No. Or do you think they're more capable of, of playing a different way? We're
2: not good enough to be 2010 Barcelona. But mm. that's not what I'm asking for. I'm not saying we have to be a side. That's amazing. we am not good enough to be
0: 2023 Barcelona. 23 Barcelona. not good enough to be 2010 Everton. Let's, no, we're
2: not. let's have a sick. bit of a plan on mm. the ball. That's all I'm asking for. I'm not asking for us to be oh, 75% possession every game and to enjoy the ball, all that stuff. Just have a plan, you know, be able to pull off a quick few passes mm. in succession with players moving off the ball and different options for the man on the ball. It's, just to split a midfield. Jacken,
1: you're absolutely right. You've hit the nail on the head, right? The manager's job, and I can't can't reiterate this enough. The manager's job and the coach's job is to improve your players. Mm. It's to take players and make them better. It's to take rough diamonds if you haven't got money and make them better. Now, of course, that doesn't happen overnight. But this idea of you can only play football one way is nonsense. Now, my my biggest issue with Sean Dice is just the pure negative negativity we see at home, and I know people go, "We were not negative because we have this this many chances, or we do that, or we you know how can you say that when we should have won this game, should have won that game?" But he sets them up in a way that doesn't allow. So in this game, for instance, right. You can say, well, we had this many efforts, but you can say, but look at the way we set up. We didn't play with attacking with a, a right back who's an attacking right back. We didn't play with wingers, so we are actually what we actually did was limited our chances. And you, what you're saying exactly exactly right in the second half we came out and basically said we're going to be long ball so what he basically said was we're only going to play one way or we're going to give the ball to jack harrison and he's just going to whip them in without a full back going past them by the way so you are limiting the ways you can play football and the minute you limit ways that if i'm a football if i'm a center center back for Luton, i'm thinking my job's that easy. I've just got to stand here in a line and all I've got to do is head of the ball away all day. Well, I've played in the Championship. I've played in League 1. I've played in League 2, whatever. Mm. That's not difficult. What good teams do is they go long, they go short, they go wide, they go through the middle and they have different patterns of play. Mm. You know, we've heard people laugh going, well, Arteta changes his formation 47 times a game or whatever. You know why he does that? He does that because... It doesn't allow the opposition to get a handle on what they're doing. So he keeps on changing it. One minute, there's a player playing left back. Next one, he's playing right midfield. He's somehow changing goalkeepers during games. That's inventing new ways to beat teams. We've got a manager who's a dinosaur. It's as simple as that. We've got a dinosaur. Now, that's sound, right? If you are playing the dinosaur football and it works, I've got no problem with that. I've got no problem. If every home game, we were absolutely watertight at the back and we had a way of playing that was working. I've got no problem with that. Football doesn't need to be played one way or another, but it has to be played to be won. You have to set a team up where if something isn't working, you can look at something else. And quite frankly, this manager just doesn't have that. He just doesn't. So second half, he sends them out. He puts the corey up front and he puts a winger on. He puts Jack. Uh, puts Garner in the middle. And it was worse than the first half. It really was. It was much worse well, than the took, first half. We
0: took Garner off, Patricia Garner-Gay, who, see, I keep seeing people get him out the team. He's awful. He had 45 touches in the first half, won all of his tackles, got the ball back more than anybody else, at the 94%, oh, sorry, 80, was 94 this time, it was 86% passing accuracy. People talk about him as if he's dreadful and yet he knits the whole midfield together. He's the only one who starts
1: us forward. He's the forward. only
0: one who moves forward with the ball. And that's fine if you don't like him, it's fine. James Garner was really poor on Saturday, like really poor. Yeah, he was. He was worse in the middle than he was out wide and I like James Garner. I think he's a cracking little player. We've got to find a way to play. Mm-hmm. The biggest issue for me was why Ashley Young lasted 78 minutes and Dwight McNeil lasted yeah. 84 minutes. The pair of them were dreadful.
1: Like, well, properly awful all day long. What people forget about what happened on Wednesday night was when Garner and Onana played in those positions, mm. they had Harrison and McNeil in front of them in mm. almost like a box midfield mm. and the wit was coming from the wing back And even it- high up. And it and yeah. they were wing backs by the way. It wasn't yeah, five yeah, at yeah. the back. It was proper wing backs, mm. wasn't it? And that's so we had could. those two, those two that could play deep, knowing mm. that they had two in front of them, doing the doing, moving the people around them, and having the wit. Mm. On Saturday in the second half, James Garner O'Nana just sat there in the in the, the centre circle yeah. for the entire second half, and it meant it meant their midfield could go right up against them. And all we did was play it wide. And if you play it wide, saying it's Harrison, you need a full-back. You're absolutely right when Harrison came on. Patterson should have come on with him. Mm. It's as simple as that. But the manager the manager just went four four two. Or Garner should have gone right yeah. back and gone on the outside. The manager just went four four two, and it just didn't work. No. It really, it just didn't work. It made it, I mean,
0: the biggest indicator is if you go on Everton, Everton FC and mm. they do the highlights, the little two and a half minutes they do, yeah. which has normally got loads of chances on. Finishes at half time. <laughs> there isn't even doesn't even they didn't even bother. Didn't even putting, bother. They didn't even bother putting Beto's header that went over, even though it wasn't a good shot. It finishes at half, literally yeah. half time done. There's nothing in the second half. So even the, the lads and girls are Everton editing it just went. It's not an There's nothing nearly to put in. And that was the that was the issue. And it's fine if you're taking Adrisha Garner for half time fine but then get a full back who's going to get on the outside mm. throw Patterson up. personally the left Garner on and put James Garner right back for the start of the second half because you know that he can play this comfortably and the one thing he does do is he bombs down the outside if you've got an inverted winger coming inside you need the overlap always got on, you yeah. need the overlap because the worst thing it does the least thing it does it makes the left back think I've got to work him which gives you a little bit more space in front of you because you one v one all the time. Harrison, because Ashley Young was sat in the halfway line, Jack Harrison was up against two people all the time,
2: and he it was made predictable. And, and he coming inside. And it was inside. because they were giving them all the well, time. That was it. They were just showing him inside. We didn't them. even have a left side second half, barely.
0: That was it no? So we just didn't. It didn't work what we were trying to
1: do. And again, was, do you think the manager should have be been braver at our time and looked at it and looked at the whole thing and said, right? Uh, maybe two players maybe three players at half time because I just I didn't get where Dan Ju- uh, sorry didn't get where the core was playing and even if you look at his heat map it's on the, no, he's on, on the, the left
0: track. McNeil was central McNeil central
1: the Corey was wide
0: which didn't make it just again, didn't make any sense it, bit, it all just looked a al- it looked like they didn't know what they were doing which is mad but I don't, I mean, I don't know. I think, think the do- problem is when a team sits back like that we haven't got anyone in midfield who takes mm-hmm. the ball forward no. we just haven't other teams have got no, well, they didn't at the weekend, but other teams in the Premier League have got that one midfielder who wants to yeah. get on the ball and will go forward and he'll pop it Great off or he'll family. look for a little ball around the corner. We don't really have that. And and the way we lined up in the second half with a four four two, that's where we needed everything. If they were gonna sit the way they did, I know Nana, people have said that the terrible game I think he had a terrible game. 104 touches it was quite was all right. I just think we, we weren't offensive enough from either of them. James Garner at Villa, that they, they almost sat and he was allowed to push on and go hunting. And that was why it worked so well. He mm. was pressing, he was great. On Saturday, didn't he? Sat on the halfway line together in like a line as if they were on a bit of rope together. And that again, if that's how we're playing, so you've got the insurance of mm. four, that's fine. I mean, they were never, ever breaking that's in That's why you don't need years, your fullbacks. Right, but your fullbacks then should have yeah. been higher. So Everton should have been four, north, six, really. You know what i mean we should have had someone on the edge of the box mm-hmm. or, or off dom and beto we should have had the wide plays that our fullback should have been bombing on as well and we weren't we were just all we did was just throw it long, and they just edited it away The all, i mean we we created a, a couple of opportunities at different times we've got this one first which is um beto the beto header and it's been thrown in by dwight McNeil. i've got jack harrison circled in the corner. He goes for it. got Beto and Dom there. Take it on one. Harrison does really well in the air. Wins the header. Knocks it back into the middle. Take it on one. Now Beto have done the arrow. It's got to go in that corner from where he is, away from where the goalkeeper is. Dom's following it in. That's the way he's got to angle it. Take it on again. He doesn't. He heads it straight. And he heads it over the crossbar. And when you're looking at those opportunities where it's hanging up, mm. if he just gets the glance of the far corner, then the keeper either pulls off a good save or he parries it and dumps there they to didn't, tap
1: it in. They didn't have a clue how to play with each other. And did we they? didn't. No, and it was proven. You know, they you did, could see they weren't no, close they to each other. They didn't have a clue how they were playing with each other. They were both. they both players who've become lone strikers who just didn't have a clue. Mm. And, and that's, that's like, going to take time. It's like little things as well. Like I can't understand why things like swap Harrison over them let him go to the bar line and cross mm. and get the ball in front of the mm. centre-forwards to come on to. Well, you should be moving that anyway. Exactly. You've got McNeil who can play
0: either side. Yeah. You've got Harrison. Move it round anyway, just for five minutes and let someone else face a different problem. Do that. And then the only other real opportunity we had was Dom had had one with his left foot trying to be Van Persie, but he was not nearly in it. But this one, which was right at the end, we play a good ball. I think it's Tarkovsky, plays a ball forward and Dom makes a good run over the top and take it on seven. and he's in the box here now you can see he's already he's had the shot and the angle it's an near impossible angle he's got to go back across the goalkeeper but i think if he's pulled it down and just throws it where the arrow is beto because he don't forget here he's shot so this is slightly yeah, ahead of yeah. it if he takes control beto's a bit closer and the other arrow off the screen is dan juma if you take it on one you can see dan juma's He's like yeah. looking at Dom as if to say, why have you, yeah. why have you gone for the yeah. impossible? Whereas like, if you get a touch and just throw it back across the goal, we've got bodies in it. I think there was another one, wasn't it? Dan Juma put a volley across. And Dan Juma done but the that's... same. He could have controlled it. He had a sp- great run, he had space. But you're,
1: t- you're talking about a handful of chances in a whole second half, mm-hmm. shooting at the Gladys Street, where you've made positive changes.
0: We just... had five on target, but I think three of them were in the goal. I think it was I think someone said three of the chances on target were in
1: the goal which Dom knocked in so it's just not good it's it's, not only is it not good enough it's it's you know it's it's way down there on not good enough as well it was a pitiful performance Luton deserved to win they deserved to win because they've come to Goodison, they've had a game plan, they've worked the bollocks off, and they've scored it from, from from the way they were going to win. Mm. They, I, as far as I'm concerned, they deserve to win the game. I know you can take the whole picture, but do you think we really deserve to win that game? From our, I don't think they deserve to win, I think that's a stretch.
0: I don't. I do. But but what I would say is, they scored the goal. They if you score goals, you deserve to win the game. They worked the bollocks off, we didn't. And that it's as simple as that. And they had, a, like you say, they had the game plan. They stuck to it. Yeah. We're wasteful. I don't think we can keep passing it off as that. Just we're just wasteful. We're just wasteful. I, I, Jack, I mean, you can't, can you? Because if everything stays the same and the results stay the same, you can't just keep going. Oh well, it'll change one day because it hasn't changed so far.
2: You can keep having good chance creation numbers and good getting the XG up there, oh, as Dice yeah. says. Loves but it some teams do keep underperforming for ages and it doesn't change until something changes at the top or, you know, either all the players change or the mm. manager changes, we've changed the players already, we've made new signings. So you look at it and you think, okay, how long can you keep underperforming before it's not bad luck anymore and there is an issue in this team that's yeah. not being coached out of them? I thought there was a real
1: lack of patience from the manager on, in terms of... in terms of... um Going to four four two In the second half I, d- I, d- I didn't think it really needed to happen So early I thought If you change With Harrison coming on I think if we brought Patterson on As well I think if we'd kept doing What we were doing in the first half We would have made chances I think the minute we went to four four two, I think that suited Luton Over us And I think taking Adisagana Gay off Helped as well I just thought that Lack of patience So early on Because like to me going to going to four four two that quickly was just a sign of desperation a panic move. it was a panic move. I think if we'd kept i think if we'd if we changed the players rather than changing the formation, I think we would have created more chances better chances than what we created on four four two I know that's every, what everyone wants to like want well, to see better and don play together but but style it you know just going long against the team like Luton, isn't going to, it's not going to rock their world, is it? You know, it's these, not not seen these, yeah, these teams, they're going to be, they're going to be more worried about teams that's trying to open them up. And I think you've got to be more patient in your build-up, but it's how you build up, of course, and the way we built up in the first half wasn't great, but having Harrison on there with Patterson and being like, well, we don't, like you said before, we don't need full sitting, Like, mm. you know, we, my, my, Kleinko did get forward, you know, again, but you didn't need people sitting back, it just didn't make any sense. So you've got every could, man back anyway. We could have had both centre backs and ones sitting in front of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's your three. They isn't were he? never running us. No, ever. You, that's your three, isn't it? And I just think he was too quick to go to four four.
0: I I'll be honest, I I I'm not gonna sit here and rewrite like, at the time I thought fair enough he put down, he's have putting Dom on trying to get strikers up. The problem I had was we didn't stretch the game. We didn't get players why it was too easy to just get it to Tarkovsky and then to angle those long balls right. I know for a knockdown that is all day for championship sides you watch like games in the FA Cup when you get them them kind of teams deal with that all day long Stay. all day long you have to get people in we have to get our full backs now on the back get things cut back look at like Man City I know hear me out Man City wouldn't just start tossing balls into Haaland would they Okay, they've got much better footballers. I understand that, but you can still play a way of probing. The reason I'm using City is they look at different ways to probe you. So it's like the uh, fullbacks will come round the back and they'll slide them in. The fullbacks will come in narrow, and the wide players will go wide because you have to move people. We just go like that. And it doesn't matter when people go the level of play. It no, it isn't. It's a game of football. It's a game of football. You can move things about. You can move people about. Your fullback should be right on. Ashley Young can't get up and down. Take him off and put Patterson there. Dead easy. It's dead easy. If you've made that choice at half time to take Adrisha Garner Gay off and you think he's not on it and taking him off, fine. And you don't really want to put Patterson at right back. Put James Garner at right back then. He still could have done it where Young ten minutes into the second half, he's gone. It's not he's not, not in this day. game. Let's put James Garner right back, put the core right back alongside Onana. Then, if you want to do that do you know what I mean there was for what we were doing we weren't getting into the wide areas to put crosses in for our two strikers anyway so what we just all we were playing was just long straight balls we weren't getting wide what like years ago what you would have seen from those with two strikers is your wingers and your fullbacks on the outside and it would have been crosses into the box we had a few in the first half where we were on the right hand side and we've put two balls across and our strikers have gone. Greg McNeil's just stood on the edge of the box like, I don't have to get involved here. When he should have been in at the far post, on one occasion, he'd have, had the, he'd have been clear with a side footed goal. When it's on the right, our left side, the player, should be behind the centre-forward. When it's on the left, our right side, the player, should be coming into the penalty area. The Man City goal, where it's a tapping on the far stick. We don't follow it in. It's almost like, so if I'm, if I'm for argument's sake, Mike Ross has got to be perfect on Dom's head for us to score a goal because no one else is coming round behind Dom. When really a lot of teams who were throwing crosses in have people coming in behind and your target man is the decoy. He's going for it to take the defenders so you've got a free header at the back. There was none of that. There was none of that in the second half. That was the only real time when Jack Harrison come in and when I should have put where McNeil crossed it from because he didn't cross it from the edge of the box. It was was between the centre circle and and the penalty area. Hung it up and Harrison won it well. That's not, you're not going to score goals like that.
2: No, and you're right, Baz. 4 4 2 isn't inherently a bad idea. I feel like every week you we mention the possibility of going to it at some point in the game, but the time not to go to it is when you don't have a grasp on the game anyway because you're losing a midfield option or a wing option, aren't you? Mm. You know, Adresa Garnigwe coming off had already lost us our control in the game because suddenly we couldn't win the ball back. They were getting a bit more time on the ball and, you know, they got the more time to buy a foul or put it mm. out for a throw-in and wind the clock down. We weren't making chances anyway, so you're sacrificing a player to bring a striker on. It's just someone else not to make chances. Yeah, well. yeah exactly, exactly. One
1: said of it better than So It's so
0: frustrating because, like I said, Luton didn't have to be amazing to win the game. they just done what they no, were set to do. They exploited
2: some very obvious errors.
0: Yeah, exactly, and they, they stuck it in. And, and the big thing now is obviously there's Bournemouth this weekend managers got to come up with a way or the players themselves have got to come up with how to win games at home it's not the same as going away I'd be more confident this Saturday if it was Bournemouth away I'd be more confident we were going to go there and give them a game score goals even though we've got a terrible record down there but I'd be more confident in Sean Dyke and Everton going and getting a result this weekend than I am at Goodison and that's a joke of a thing to say this, this team is not good enough at the moment that we can just guarantee we'll win home games because we don't, we've we lost seven of the last eight at home, which is, we've, which is awful. Apparently, we've lost 13 of the last 19 home games. And if, that is just sickening as an Evertonian because our, we were always built on our home form. So they're going to have to do the work this week and come up with a way that we're going to have to be able to win a home game. He's going to He's gonna have to be a little bit more attacking-minded. Stop worrying about the opposition. They're not. Bournemouth don't come into town as like Man City. They haven't won a game of football yet. Mm. But we know from that game in May when we had to win to stay up, they gave us hard game that day and they had nothing to play for. So it, this won't be a walk in the park by any stretch. This is game. a game
1: for me coming up where... Surely Sean Dice has a pitch in his head of what he wants, what his starting eleven is, how he wants us to play. Right. And surely that doesn't have James Garner playing right midfield. Like this is a game where for him you've got to go, right, this is the team I want to play if I could, week in and week out.
0: Well if he's playing four, four, one, one and he doesn't he wants Garner in it in midfield, then drop drop Adrica Garner yeah. Gay. And if that's what it is, drop him like he did at it go with them. And if the I mean I I don't know why I wouldn't play the core, you know. He no, wouldn't, wouldn't start for me. be a sub. We said the same thing. Yeah. He's great the TV, away. Yeah. He's great away, but at home, he, he doesn't seem to be able to. Not you're being
2: forced to have the ball. De That's Corey's the player. But he, he's a good it, sub.
0: Though. Do you know what I mean? He's awkward. You're bringing him on with half an hour, yeah. 25 minutes left at home. He's a, or just now, until we get settled. So maybe he'd have to look at it that have way. Some bottle it's just have a Put... different plan in your mind isn't it because we have to come up with something fresh but... it can't be Ashley Young at right back against it it's going to have to be attacking players let's do what we're doing away no problem with them setting them up away mm-hmm. to try and squeeze a game and nick it no issue with what Sean Dijk does away from home zero zero issue with it couldn't care less if every other team despises <sighs> us when we go away because we're boring do what Luton did at the weekend mm-hmm. waste time from the 10th second yeah. Which is no problem with it, by the way. Because that's what you to have it. to do. It's on the referee to sort it and he didn't. So fair play to Luton. We need to be more like that when we go away. Mm. But at home, go for it. You've got to be attacking. It's okay when you've got no players. You can argue and go, what do you want me to do? We don't yeah. have any attackers. We had we have three, three wide players and a, another striker on the bench yeah. at the weekend. with mean, Two strikers and three wide players on the bench at the weekend. You must be able to come up with a way of playing that is more Surely attacking. he already knows what that is Because the crowd will help you. If you, if Everton would have gone out on Saturday, almost in a 4-2-4, almost, with two wingers, 2 and open-out wingers, your two midfielders and two strikers, even if he'd have started with Beto and Dom, I'm not saying he should have done, by the way, but mm. if he'd have gone with the two wingers who were going to get at them, and Garner and O'Nana in the middle, Patterson at right back and Michalenko, whatever, I think the fans would have been like, we're going for this i was sat with people who were like they weren't like moaning but they were just like i don't really understand this starting line or, why have we done this it's a bit feels a bit defensive that's people who aren't screaming for sean dice I, listen on record right i'd rather ever than just won games of footy. i don't care who's the manager we've had 51 managers in the last three years or something i'm sick of more. i'd have a manager of the month one one month you get rolling contract with 75 percent of the games you can have another one but let's just win games of football, but we can't just keep doing what we're doing and think it'll change. We need to be more attacking at home, and if we are, you get 40,000 people behind you, you and you'll score goals, That and then away, go away and play the way you are, because you're fine away. But if we keep losing games of football at home, we are in huge, huge trouble.
1: We've played nobody bad
0: No, we haven't. And we've lost nobody. We've lost all of them. No, and yeah,
2: so. Sean Dyche's home teams need to be based on context rather than who's doing well in away games. Needs mm. to realise the difference between the home performance where you are going to be expected to have more of the ball in away ones where we can be the team we want to be and be counter-attacking. So you can look at the court and go, yeah, you know, he gets his goals and that he's been effective, but we might have double the possession today we had last week against Brentford. Is he suited to this to Corey the mm. being on the ball a lot more because really he's just a runner who can finish break into the box and get a decent finish mm. off It's not suited to being on the ball for do you know what do
0: right? you know what I find that weird sorry to interrupt you, just on that bit though what I find that weird is away from home he starts deeper right so he's often running for a flick on uh. on Saturday Dom's the best head that we've got wins I think he won something, 11 out of 13 aerial deals. Mm. I never once seen Decoray trying to run beyond them for a flick-on never once he was just hanging back or oh, he was square of him and wasn't close to him so it's like well what are you doing then because you're not you're not doing like when we had Tim kale Timmy would time his run yeah. he'd be on to flick on, or he'd be the one going for the aerial or he'd be waiting for the knockdown Decoray is just like like I've said at the weekend he was on the left like as if he was a left winger McNeil was in the middle all of that get that Sorted, isn't it? To come up with a way of playing at gutters
2: Yeah, because if the players don't understand the role Then what are they meant to do? They all need to understand each other's role So they know where the pass is, who's making the run They don't understand it themselves Because he's on the left for some reason No one knows who's out there for the quick first time pass To try and stretch a team And that's where we struggled, isn't it?
0: And at home, I think you've got to play Attack on full-back Unless you're playing like Man City, I get it Listen Man City, Liverpool, I get it they, They're they going to fly at you You have to be defensively solid And Ashley Young might be a more A better choice in those games Because he will sit in And he's not going to go straight too far I understand that, totally and utterly get it But against a team like Luton Who are going to go you know, and Sheffield United will do the same And they come down to Goodison And Burnley might, I don't know, whatever We'll come Bournemouth at the weekend. I'm not sure I have watched a lot of them under the Ola, but they've not won a game yet. They might come and sit and go, let's feel these out. there. I don't know. They might no, be no, more But open. they're not going to be like that. No, no, they won't be the way did. But what we have to do is we have to have brave full-backs then who are, who are playing so high up the pitch that we are stretching the pitch so that we can get in them drones to put balls in for Dom or balls in for Beto yeah. and for other people arriving because... If you just form your leg and you just set out in your 4 and then you're just hitting vertical balls, then they're just going to have it away. I'll
2: There's be... only actually two players they need to really account exactly. for. Exactly. In that situation where if your wingers are pushing inside and you've got your fullbacks pushing up, that's so many more players to account yeah. for that need to be marked up mm. and therefore to stretch there's more space to play into you get a good run and a decent ball
0: if you look at if you look at like the good teams like Arsenal City how many times and Liverpool how many times did their fullbacks get in behind because and it's not it's routine though it's, isn't it? yeah but it's not even as if it's like you look and go oh my god that was how did he work
1: that it's, literally, it's a 1-2 you knock it's it in and go Yeah, half of the modern game we've, seen it for ages. That's simple. we've never ever been the same since we lost she- Well, Seamus and Dean on one uh, side we've just never been the same Seamus Coleman's still our best fullback. Mm. Doesn't matter what anyone says, it's just true. We've got fullbacks who can't do the job. Mm. Mikalenko's good defensively. He's alright defensively, mm. but he can't attack. People until people wake up to that fact. Until someone at ever wakes up to that fact that you have to have fullbacks as your wit. And you but you can't play the game. Like you have got wit from your fullbacks when you haven't either. Mm. And that's what we did on Saturday. It doesn't make any sense.
0: If we, we had like we have been spoiled with. For. But we—I
1: don't think we have been no,
0: spoiled. not spoiled, but it spoils not the right way But we—we we have had for a number of years. We had Leighton Baines, then we had Lucas Digne, and then and, you,
1: so you're him with the next yeah, one. No, then. no, no, That's I'm not saying. being spoiled. That's just that's what football's no, supposed but I'm to be. Just about
0: attack and fall back yeah. I what's the bit of Villa and Brighton at the weekend before I went to match? Yeah. Look at this, he's yeah. <laughs> literally a left winger. He's in the box all the time. And, and Matty Cash. Like, worst decisions we've ever made. Where the hell? What, like, why aren't our fullbacks ever in the box? Like, Patterson, if I'm, if I'm coaching Nathan Patterson, right, I'm in charge of him every day. And I'm looking and I'm going. I'm not sure how good <sighs> he is defensively. Not wrong with Daddy's in the tackle and fullback, right? But my it's, my thing to him is, you know, when you get it, mate, run into the box with it. Like, right, run into the box and throw it across. That's all you have to do. Simplify your game. Dead easy for you. The amount of times that kid gets it, and he's looking and turns and passes it back. That's not him. When he first come, he won, well, when you watch them with Scotland and with Rangers, mm. he just drove into the penalty area. The start it. of last season under Lampard, before he got the injury. Tenacity. He was brilliant. The derby at home, he mm. was fantastic. Against Lewis Diaz, he had Diaz in his pocket. He was raiding forward could have scored, he was putting balls in.
1: You've got Where's to play him, gone? you've got to play him through, a spell haven't you, rather than saying, well, but tell him where to get in the box. I think him and Harrison would, will work. I
0: think they'd work I nice. think
1: they'll work, I think they'd compliment each other, hmm. but certainly in a game like Saturday, in a second half, the, <laughs> the opposition, the opposition don't want to leave their half, you've got to find the ways, and that's to me, that to me, me there are things I just can't, I look at and go, why? I don't know why people, like I'm, I just look at it and go, how can you defend the manager? For what that? more? What? How can you defend the no, manager? I you know when you think, that through,
0: way. forget even about the manager, but just think about Everton on the pitch, yeah. right? What are they more likely to score a goal from? A long ball, a flick on, and the striker being free to run in. Okay, that could happen. Mm-hmm. doesn't happen very often. It could. Or are we more likely to score a goal by getting behind and throwing yeah. across and where three <laughs> men are running into the goal? that's the way so if that's the way we're more likely to score a goal yeah. Dominic Calvert-Lewin proved this under yeah. Carlo Ancelotti where he likes to be also make that
1: your game plan and Harris, make that your game plan get Harrison, in behind and fire and Harrison's got it. the intelligence to if Patterson does go on the overlap mm-hmm. to find them through yeah, the gap yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time or if he can create that where Patterson goes and they switch off Harrison's yeah. got the ability to
0: have a shot or kale wanted,
2: hasn't he? And what you're describing here isn't anything revolutionary oh, no, or anything. No, any- I'm saying it of no. course it's not. But it, it, it's the it's the basics <laughs> of attack and wing play in modern football. It's a it's a very basic description of it. So when we're asking mm. for that, we're not asking for anything these players aren't capable of. We're not asking yeah. to, to be Brighton no. or anything, because we know that's not what this team's really suited for. Mm. It's just ten percent more intelligence and bravery in attacking scenarios and moving the ball a bit quicker.
0: I try to do this with our under thirteen side. I'm trying to get the lads to get round the back to put balls in and have runners in the box, and we score goals that way. It's not it's not hard. It's not really. It's knock it in and get it back and put it across, and we'll have bodies in there, and we might score goals. Because we're not scoring goals other ways. No, no. You know what but I mean the
2: reason to say that is, I think there's a perception that these players aren't capable of doing any more on the ball. Than Doncaster
0: right Rovers done this to us, and they were bottom of the whole league playing against the Premier League team. Yeah,
2: you know, mm. yeah, we're not capable of putting 80 pass moves together, no. dissecting the team through trying. We haven't got Kevin De Bruyne. Move.
0: We haven't got Shabazz. You can smash them in from thirty-five
2: yards. But we can commit full-backs forward, play passes a little bit quicker and, get and just develop the a box. couple of on-the-pitch relationships as well. Mm. That's all we've That's what we, This is the This is what we've got
0: to do. Let's have a look at the overall stats anyway from the game. Uh, there you go, 23 shots from Everton, 9 from Luton, 5 on target for Everton, 2 for Luton, 6 big chances. I think 3 of them are in the goal yep. uh, and 3 big chances for Luton, which is obviously their 2 goals were involved in that. 68% of the possession Forever And that's where he went wrong Yeah Didn't get the 38% Sweet mm-hmm. spot That, that is delight. the light spot But obviously Coming Coming into The Bournemouth game That's To me That's what We've got to do We've just got to get on the front foot Sean Dyche Get them on the front foot Send yeah. them out to attack yeah, Get yeah. your full backs Pushing right on Get balls into the box Goodison will be behind it Goodison will be Willing it And we need to try And get ahead in a freaking home game Because if we do that, who knows what we'll build to? That's what we have to do. He's got to set them up like that. He said that like it was the world. And these players have got to, honest to God, these players have got to take bleeding responsibility Mm. as well. Forget who's even, whether you like the manager or you don't, or whatever, whatever, you have to take responsibility and you cross that white line. If someone Mm. is free on their own, go and mark them, for Christ's sake. Sort it out at half-time in the dressing room or whatever, or at the end, but do the job. Deal with the danger first, then point the finger at other people because we cannot continue to lose home matches. Right, let's leave it there. Let us know what you think in the comments section below. We're about to carry on over on Trophy TV Premier if you want to join that. The link's in the description and the QR code will be on the screen now. See you later.